doing with our law enforcement training. So let's go ahead and jump into this episode, guys. I'm looking for something a little more tactical. Where did all this stem from? Well, you know, had people reach out, you know, kind of read the course description and do whatever. And that was one of the comments I got. You know, I was looking for something a little more tactical. I said, okay, cool. I said, let me ask you a quick question. Seven meters, draw the first shot, Ipsic style target, A zone hit. What's your time? Oh, I, I, I don't know, but I'm fast. You know, I'm not a beginner shooter, intermediate. I said, okay. Well, these are just kind of the, the things that I just caution you guys when you're out there looking for classes, looking to do things. What's a little more tactical? I, I have no idea. Uh, let's be an honest broker. You know, when we start breaking down these um, identifications for shooters. It's a little, little confusing in there. What's a basic shooter? What's an intermediate shooter? What's an advanced shooter? What, what, what's the standards, right? People have their own. People draw their own conclusions. People do this. Um, but what is it? So it's one of those great hinge points. One other thing, guys, I just want to make a, a quick note here. Um, I talked about Patreon earlier. I just need to circle back. I forgot to add this in there. It's on the top of my head before I forget. Um, but patrons, I'm going to have a, a little something extra for you. So if you guys fast forwarded past the um the housekeeping that's why i kind of plugged it in here right so we're going to actually extend this episode out there'll be special content for the patrons so just another driving factor swing over to patreon.com so anyway looking at what you know i can understand hey i'm a new shooter right i've never shot a firearm before and, and i get it there's classes specifically designed for new shooters introduction to firearm safety how to assemble disassemble load all, all the the basic elementary stuff to get you out to the range to start shooting bolts i fully comprehend that one but even like you know i guess it'd be a first-time shooter is what i'd dub that individual but then we start looking at well what's a basic shooter what, what goes from basic to intermediate intermediate to advanced there is no national standard, right? Now I got it. People do some great marketing. Oh, you want to take my advanced handgun 483 to the half hour? Okay. Yeah, they're marketing, right? Personally, at Warhog Tactical, we don't have a whole fleet of pistol classes, right? Let's be an honest broker. We travel around the country. We have the one-day Warhog pistol class. We got two-day Warhog pistol class, but really the, the two days aren't with the current economic situation, people aren't really signing up for two-day classes. You get more bang for your buck by doing one-day classes. Uh, you know, less cost to student for ammo, you know, for all the other logistics that go with taking a training course. You know, we still offer our, uh, our red dot pistol stuff as well. You know, we do concealed stuff. But the bottom line, like for me, when you read the description, this course is designed for all shooters. All shooters. That's a bold statement. Yeah, it is. But that's the way we business. You know, whether you're along the way of your firearms journey, right? So, yes, this isn't designed if you're a first-time shooter, right? If I've got to tell you which way your bullets go in your magazine, 
No, we're not designed for that because that's just going to hold the rest of students. Uh, as long as you're safe with your firearm, can manipulate your firearm, we'll get the marksmanship dialed in. So, yeah, buddy. but like Rick said, we have some big, big news. Mm. Dude, that's some high level production value stuff. There. High level. Yeah. With, without a doubt, buddy. Great job on that one. <laughs> so let's go ahead and go ahead and you start it. You've done a ton of work on this, buddy. I know, I know I've helped out a little bit, but you have really been getting out in front of this. But why don't you go ahead and let everybody know? Now we've kind of hinted at it and we've done some things in the past, but this is a whole nother level. Yeah. So basically what we've done is we now have Project Officer Survival. It's on the books, okay? So what we have done is we have partnered with Jason Piccolo over at uh, the Protectors Podcast who has started uh, a 501c3, the protectorsfoundation.org is the place if you want to go to to donate. Um, but what we have done, Jason done the 501c3 nonprofit. What we will do is we'll do the execution portion of the training for Project Officer Survival. Right now, we are focused on free firearm training for law enforcement officers. Now, we've done quite a bit of these in the past, Mark. Um, you know, between St. Louis, I think we've done a couple up in Ohio. I know I've done uh, some down here in uh, mm -hmm. North Carolina, South Carolina, went out to Colorado. I mean, we've done a bunch of these events. The, the bottom line is this. Us going out, doing it on our time, it, that's great, and we want to support these guys. It, it just doesn't pay the bills, right? So really what we're looking at with this is how can we partner with people, whether it's in the firearms industry, just it, it doesn't matter any business out there that's willing to uh, get on board. And what we want to do is, again, where it's tax deductible, that's the key thing. Um, donation comes in, tax deductible to you, the company. Um, and then whether you donate, you know, dollars, equipment, whatever, all that stuff becomes a write-off for you. Then in turn, we can work with the marketing department to now, if you want to make it a marketing event, Hey, if you just want to be anonymous, go, Hey man, you know, here's some money, go get these guys some training, Roger that we can do that as well. Uh, but what we've kind of done in the past is companies reached out. Uh, we've done basically a marketing type event. Uh, kind of usually in the local area of that municipality because they want to give back to their local law enforcement. And that's really what we're looking to do. But really want to ramp this thing up. And the whole purpose of like the firearm training notebook, right? That was a, a direct derivative from the things we saw out in the range because nobody had or nobody was taking notes. Uh, it's shocking when we work with our canine officers for American Pats Canine Association, they would all have logbooks on their dogs. Yep. Said, hey, where's, your, where's yours for individual training? They had nothing, right? Mind-boggling. Um, but the point is Project Officer Survival. That is our our mission is to provide free law enforcement firearms training using tax-deductible corporate donations. You know, private citizens, if you want to donate as well, hey, I'm not going to balk at it. If you feel driven to, to do so, you know, uh, you can swing by the protectorsfoundation.org and, and go ahead and give. But we want to ramp this thing up because personally for me, and I know for you too, Mark, we're tired of seeing um, our brave men and women basically get burnt down. Let's try to give them a skill set.
they, God forbid, they're ever in that deadly force encounter, they can be efficient and effective with their firearms and that threat and come home to their family. So that's, yeah. uh, that's a big thing. I know, you know, we've kind of done, um, you know, pushing it with Jason a little bit, you know, trying to get the word out, but yeah, just trying to get the word that, Hey man, this thing is out. It's running. Here's the thing we're we're figuring as we go. Right. So if it falls right back to being 1% better every single day, this is a new kind of journey for us. So we're, we're kind of figuring as we go, but again, it's getting incrementally better. Hey, how do we do in, you know, our solicitation as a corporation, how we, you know, not so much for the events, the event, the events are pretty much, uh, we got those worked out. It's now all the administrative behind the scenes, uh, reaching out to companies. And, and again, guys, it goes twofold. So if you are a law enforcement agency and you are looking for potentially, you know, free firearms training, cool. Reach out. Uh, swing by warhawk.com, kellydefense.com, you know, easy places there to hit the old mail button. Send us a note. Um, it, here's what we're going to ask you. Hey, how many officers can you support at one time on your fire line? What's the distance to your range? You know, do you have steel targets there or not? Just give us some infrastructure background so we know what we're dealing with. And um, yeah, as we start getting funds, we'll definitely start kind of rack and stack where things are at, uh, size of the department, all that stuff to give us information. Because again, we're going to have to start picking and choosing uh, where we're going, what's going on. Um, but yeah, we really want to get out there and, you know, support our law enforcement officers. The thing is, yes, you know, the firearms training is a, a big part of it. But here's another thing, man. To me, it's criminal to see a law enforcement officer out there this day and age not having a tourniquet on their equipment. Have a piece of life-saving kit, right? I, I'm telling you, the old argument goes, oh, you army guys used to all kill everybody. Hey, furthest thing from the truth, right? My job, I was paid not to shoot people. They're not going to fly me halfway around the world, you know, to go do a, a hostage rescue mission, then go shoot the wrong people, right? It's not what we do. Surgical type shooting, right? So that's first and foremost. But the second thing is, what comes with that is experience, Nobody ever went out the door without having a tourniquet. And oh, by the way, I carried a couple, right? I had one for me, one for the pooch. We won't get into the whole canine thing because that's a whole nother road to, to go down. But some of the things we're looking at is, hey, man, if, if your department is in dire straits, man, let us know. Let us try to reach out to those and see what we can do to, to get things worked out. But I think, you know, a tourniquet, that should be SOP on every officer's duty belt. That's just my opinion. Yeah. No, and and that you make a great point because there's going to be opportunities and Jason is doing a bang up job where, you know, equipment can be purchased, uh, other types of training. But the, the mm -hmm. one that we can do right now that we can put into motion right now is the programs that we're already doing, mm -hmm. you know, the firearms training. And the, yep. the beautiful thing about the firearms training is itself is it's, it's customizable as, as well. We got something totally. coming up in the next week that is totally based on it's firearms training, but it's totally mm -hmm. based on folks who are transitioning their people to red dots. Yep. And then the instructors, good on them for saying, Hey, you know what? Yeah, we might learn be able to learn how to shoot with you guys, but we need to learn how to to teach and how to uh, identify and analyze things that will save dramas if they're doing something. If we haven't seen and we don't know how to recognize those things. So we have some instructor development stuff going on. There's all Absolutely. kinds of things that we can do to help this uh, along. But mm -hmm. like you said, you know, we're sitting there, we're tired of, of this stuff going on and we, 
you know, we're not just going to sit here and say, man, they need to have better training. You hear that all the time, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy needs better training. Well, you know what? We can't complain about it if we're not trying to do something to help. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. And we'll-